Our theme is um, celebrating hope. So we're using mosaics to kind of symbolize that, broken shards coming together again and making something beautiful. Welcome to Insider, the official podcast for the city of Murfreesboro. I'm Mike Browning. Our topic today is the Greenway Arts Festival, now in its 17th year here in Murfreesboro and cultural arts, which brings us the festival and a lot more. Our guests are Susan Hicks and Lisa Browning. They're with cultural arts. And both of them are cultural enthusiasts, which we think a lot about with the city. We think of engineering and planning, but the arts are part of it too. It's part of the Parks and Recs Department, which is fantastic. And a lot of people you know, are lovers of the arts and of performances. And Susan, explain to us what uh, cultural arts is in essence. Cultural arts encompasses a lot of different areas. Um, we try to focus on the theater and music and, of course, visual arts. We have tons of different things going on in the city in those three areas, um, and it's great. Now, some people know about the Sunshine Players and the past that uh, has been around for a long time. You do these performances at Patterson Park. Uh, but there are some people who don't. Like, they don't realize that there are these performances. And you do how many productions a year, roughly? Um, we do four to five productions a year with children ages 6 to 17. Um, the Sunshine Players has changed its name to Perform Murfreesboro about five or six years ago. And right now we're getting ready to do Annie Jr. Auditions are coming up September 14th and 15th. And that's a really popular performance. A lot of people love that. And of course it's a musical, so you know people are really into that kind of uh, performance. Um, when you go about creating something like that, Give us an understanding of what all's involved. I mean, it starts with having auditions, and then you have to practice. There's more to it than, hey, just put people on stage. Any performances, usually uh, rehearsal schedules are between 6 and 12 weeks. We try to meet three times a week, and we go over dance lines and, um, of course, music, since they're musicals. And all that is encompassed in that time frame. We work on stage presence and um lots of different things in, incorporated or incorporated in that. And when will that show be? That show will be the weekend before Thanksgiving. What about some of the new additions or changes to the whole cultural arts? Oh, coming up, we have an announcement to make. I'll go ahead and do it here. Um, Mr. Mark Saltalamakia will be joining us um, this next month, and he will actually direct Annie Jr. He is a 30-year veteran of teaching theater in high schools all across the middle, middle Tennessee. He's also the executive director of the Educational Theater Association in Tennessee, and we are very, very glad to have him on board. He's going to be running for our Perform Murfreesboro. That's fantastic news, and there's also visual arts within cultural arts. Our visual arts side is fantastic. We have um, three galleries running right now. We have the Community Gallery, and we have the Rotunda Gallery, and we also have, of course, a gallery at Bradley Museum. We do tons of different visual arts classes, and we have the Laureate Program, which runs through the city. We have three laureates this year. Amy Whitmore is our Poet Laureate. Cameron Mitchell is our Actor Laureate. And Meg Brooker is our Dance Laureate this year. And Lisa, before some of these programs really got underway, like the Laureates, which is, I think, about a three-year program, mm -hmm. um, a lot of people probably didn't realize how how much art is around Murfreesboro that maybe wasn't showcased, like in the Rotunda, 
I mean, there are a lot of really talented artists out there. Yes, there, the Rotunda has been a wonderful venue for local artists. It's been around for quite a while. And uh, a lot of locals are very surprised that it, it is even located right here in our city. It's a wonderful open space with a lot of light, so it's perfect. And of course, the Greenway Arts Festival is another venue to showcase artists, and that's been mm -hmm. going on 17 years. Yes, 17. And uh, we only had one that we missed with rain, and um, another was virtual. So we're excited about coming together and um, gathering once again at Old Four Park. And when will that be? It'll be September 18th from 10 to 4, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And it's usually in September, isn't it? Yes, it's usually the third week of September. And, and they use the Greenway as a way to kind of showcase it so it's along the Greenway in Old Fort Park? Yes, at first it was actually on the Greenway next to the, the water, uh, but that really created a lot of problems as far as parking and getting the artists to set up there. So they brought it to Old Fort Park. How many artists will be participating this year? Do you have an idea? Yes, uh, this year about 70 uh, plus uh, the arts organizations as well and they bring several artists as well with each organization. Any particular new artist or maybe maybe even talk about some of the same artists that come every year? Yeah, so um, this year was a little different because we had so many new artists. So um, a lot of uh, artisans have been busy at work through the pandemic, and they have a lot to show for it. I'm really proud of uh, the work that they've put out. So we have quite a few different genres. Uh, we have, of course, our painters, acrylic, oil. Um, we have pastel artists. We have water, beautiful watercolor artists now. Um, and also uh, metal workers, yeah, glass blowers, yes, a lot of different genres. What about time. this thing I've heard, I mean, it may be new this year, I'm not sure, but it's called a special interest zone? Yes, so I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of times you can overlook that because of all the beautiful art around the trail, but this is going to be right next to the uh, playground, and in the the people who are going to be in that are the uh, arts organizations, Rutherford Arts Alliance, uh, Murfreesboro Art League, Smyrna Art Cooperative, and also MTSU is going to be there. They're playing a huge part in uh, this year's Greenway Art Festival. Our theme is um, celebrating hope. So we're using mosaics to kind of symbolize that, broken shards coming together again and making something beautiful. And uh, they had a display. It's uh, going to be in that special interest zone. Um, and they're also going to have a table. MTSU is going to have a table to engage people in the arts as a type of employment. And the arts festival is, every year is a good place to bring your children too. Right? Absolutely. We have a children's tent that also are going to be engaged in the a mosaic, paper mosaics and a couple of um, opportunities to do some collaborative work. And Susan, another aspect of the uh, Greenway Arts Festival is performance. So yes. people will be able to come and enjoy not just the art, but some live performers. Yes, we have several live performances this year. We have the Tennessee Valley Winds are coming to do an with a little ensemble and going to be performing. Then we have the pilots are performing as well, Bethany Trainer and Ernest Newsom. 
as well as our laureates are all going to be there performing. Well, is there a stage for this, or do they just perform throughout the festival? Or how yes, do do we, we do have a stage set up that the dancers won't be on stage, but everyone else will have a time on stage to perform. And then another aspect of it, so there's so many wonderful things that are all going on at the same time between 10 and 4, are, uh, because I've been there before, uh, food trucks. Yeah, so we're going to have some entrees. We're going to have at least three or four different entrees. Um, one of them is the Jamaican meat pies, uh, which I thought was interesting. Uh, we're going to have desserts, uh, shaved ice, um, kettle corn, and also our, one of our favorite things is Miss Pokey's Lemonade. Uh, they have different flavors, strawberry, and it's fresh, and it's so refreshing. And uh, so we'll have lots, if you want to make a day of it, we'll have lots to keep you from getting hungry. And what about the thing that most people go, go about thinking about when they uh, go to a festival is, you know, how do I get in? Where do I park? What are the logistics going into the festival mm -hmm. over at Old Fork Park? Um, the regular way you, you come in from um, Old Fort Highway, um, and just come on around and there's parking adjacent to the tennis area, uh, both the tennis courts and also if you follow overall road around behind the tennis courts, there is gobs of extra parking back there. So if you think that, oh, there's no place, I don't see any parking spaces, just follow the directional arrows. We'll have little signs that say more parking here and you'll be able to find more. That's fantastic. Now, an event like this where you're bringing all of these artists together from the Middle Tennessee area and you're creating a festival and you mm -hmm. have food, food trucks, I mean, it takes more than one person to do that. There's got to be a lot of organizations and support to make this all happen. Mm -hmm. Are there people involved maybe behind the scenes that we don't always know about? Oh, the, the maintenance department, uh, they are the, the ones that pull the weight of getting the tables where they need to be, getting the tents up, um, helping us with the parking, and also the entire Parks and Rec staff, not just cultural arts. It's all hands on deck. And without them, I mean, they, they make it happen. And also the arts organizations, you know, encouraging artists, all the artists, um, and especially MTSU, that is really, they're going to have an art installation there that is also mosaic themed. And uh, so we really appreciate the, um, just all the hands that have really played a part. It, it does take a lot of people in mm -hmm. the city to make this happen, but Lisa has done a fantastic job in bringing it all together and uh, setting this beautiful picture for us that we can all come together and enjoy this festival. So now we just have to really hope and pray for, for good weather. Good weather, yes. 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 No because, rain. Because if it does, I mean, if the weather is really bad, mm -hmm. how, what is the procedure that you go about? Well, it, it is, um, if it's torrential, you know, rain, it is canceled. And um, it, we, we don't reschedule it and we refund the artists. Um, and we're very sad about that but that's not going to happen this year right let's hope it's a it's a great weather day and everybody gets out to enjoy the yes. greenway arts festival and what cultural arts does susan hicks and lisa browning thanks a lot for joining us for this Thank program appreciate you. it for more information on the greenway arts festival visit the greenway art festival page or by going to parks and rec at www.murfreesboro.tn.gov or simply call parks and rec at 615-890-5333 that's also where you can find information on Perform Murfreesboro. 
We've been highlighting cultural arts and the Greenway Arts Festival promoted by the Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. The Insider Podcast originates from City Hall. Thanks for listening via Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Amazon Music Audible. You can also watch The Insider on YouTube. For more information on the city of Murfreesboro, visit www.murfreesboro.tn.gov. Insider is the official podcast for the city of Murfreesboro. I'm Mike Browning. Thanks a lot for joining us.